Batman Universe. Welcome back to the Batman Universe, your source for all kinds of fun Batman news, movies, TV, animation, toys, video games, etc., etc. Uh, we are back. We'd like to welcome back uh, Jamie Magoo, back from vacation. Woo! Thank you, guys. He survived. He didn't end up on a deserted island, you much to well our dismay. Me. I was a little surprised, but you held it together. Good job. It was, it was noticeably... You, you were noticeably absent. Yes, yeah. yes. We were just saying, it was like two old men in the in Central Park playing a game of chess. So relaxing. Having a conversation about Batman. Well, I don't think I have a lot to offer, but, you know, at least if my presence being gone is noticed, that's, that's something. <laughs> it's something. I like to think that Jamie's sole objective is just brainstorming ways to throw the conversation completely off track. Well, you're exactly right. <laughs> Except for the brainstorming. I'm pretty sure it just happens. It is, it uh, is more just storming. So, we well, Jamie is back, and uh, as always, I am Andy DiGenova, and we've got... Brian Crosby. And then we are welcoming a very special guest, returning guest, uh, the owner of the Batman Universe universe can i say that <laughs> i don't know uh, i guess so yeah uh, we've got dustin fritchell back hello dustin hey guys thanks for having me on well thanks for letting us be on this in the first place <laughs> thanks, thanks for letting us steer this ship into the icebergs <laughs> it's actually been a while since we've talked yes it has but i will say this you guys are doing an amazing job with the with the podcast and I know the fans have been liking it. The download numbers are showing or have increased. So you guys are doing a great job. Compliments first and foremost on that. Awesome. Thanks so much, man. I like to hear it. Thanks. We're having fun. Very, very much so. So uh, welcome back, Dustin. We are glad you're here. So let's kick off into the news. And as always. Because we have a crap load is, of news. This is a crap, crap load of news Huge week. Huge week. Yes. It is a guano load of news. <laughs> I... I'm, I'm going to choke on it. There's just so much. <laughs> we love it. Uh, so starting, uh, first of all, this is, you know, here's how much news there is. I forgot about this news because of all the news that's happened since then. And it's so, big. Yeah, so we're going to step back We should on, tell the listeners what we're talking week. about. Yes. Uh, no, there is a... Suspended. It should be a surprise to no one, but Warner Brothers has announced that there is a Lego Batman theatrical film being fast-tracked for release in 2017. So Chris McKay, the animation supervisor on the Lego movie, will direct uh, a screenplay written by Seth Graham Smith, and Will Arnett is set to reprise his role as Batman, and Lego from, Batman. And from what I understand, that was actually the the spot slated for the Lego movie sequel, oh. which has yes. now, now yes. been bumped in favor of, of uh, Batman. Yeah, that's definitely correct. The, the, the coolest thing about I don't know if you guys saw the Lego movie, yeah, yes, no. yeah, we all did. I think. Yeah. Okay, no, I thought it was awesome. Uh, I loved it. My my kid loved it. It was a great movie. Lego Batman kind of stole the scenes. I, every scene that he was in, he was stealing the scenes. So Agreed. I think it's awesome that one they're doing this. Two, not only can we have Batman successful in animation and every other facet that we always talk about, but in a, you know basically a supporting character in a movie that he gets his own spinoff and in turn kind of bumps the sequel for Lego the Lego movie. I think it's it says a lot about one the character but then it also at the same point says hey this is uh maybe a little bit more important than the the, the immediate sequel right off the bat. Right. And and from what I understand this is actually going to Oh wait, I'm sorry. I'm jumping ahead <laughs> thinking about the the video game. But yeah, I mean with, with all the news we've been getting on the Lego Batman 3 video game and the upcoming uh release that's the the TV special uh, Lego Batman is definitely... It's like it's, it's become its own brand. It really has. It's, yeah. it's crazy. Yep. So. Yeah. Uh, Which it's, is but awesome. it's awesome. It's, it's great. It, it's, it, it, I don't it, think it's a surprise to anyone, honestly. I mean, I think it's, you know, I think everybody you talk to about the Lego movie talks about Batman, you know, if they like Batman at all. I'll be honest with you. The only reason I went to see the Lego movie was because of Batman. And then it was a great movie. And I, I told everyone. But the only reason I was so like... So shocked. The only yeah. reason I was like, that's a theater trip is because Batman. Yeah. But I mean, we we've talked about like even at, at Comic Con we saw the panel and we talked. You know, the, the the topic of the year seems to be there is a Batman for everyone. Yeah, and and they are really you know DC and Warner Brothers are really putting that 
you know, to the taking task. full advantage. Of right. It. It's like Absolutely. here's your darker Batman for for the adults. There's Lego Batman. There's the Arkham games. You know, there there is literally a Batman for everyone. Batman sixty six. Ba- We're resurrecting yeah. that as its own brand. That's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. So you are correct. Yeah, so our the, sec- coolest, the, 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 the coolest thing is, you know, initially when Batman Arkham Knight was announced, it was supposed to come out this fall. And when you think that Lego Batman 3 is coming out next month, literally we're less than a month away from the release. I think it's awesome that initially Arkham Knight was supposed to come out maybe in October. Maybe Lego Batman 3 would have came out in November. Maybe it would have been pushed till after the holidays or something. But two Batman Lego games so close together, or not Lego, but two Batman video games so close together because they're geared for completely different audiences, I think is awesome. Yeah, yeah, and you know what? I, I, I'm actually kind of glad at this point that yeah, Arkham space City, it out, space that, it out. That Arkham Knight has been pushed back because I literally cannot afford anything yeah. else in yeah. the next two months. If there's another theme of this show, it's it's what a strain our love of Batman puts on the wall. <laughs> right, it does it's, come up. It really week. is bittersweet having so much content and then having you know you're kind of choosing between your kids here because you're uh, like I'm which over one this. Of this. I'm going to become a vibe super fan and I'll never have to spend another dollar in my life. Yeah, come on. Until the Lego vibe game comes out, I'm good. <laughs> well, I like Blue Beetle. You know, and it is that, really easy. You say that, but Vibe had its own series, this comic series, a couple years uh, within the last couple years. And then uh, Vibe, the character, is on the Flash right now. So I guess you wouldn't, that wouldn't work with Vibe. That's true. And That's a good point. Touche. And we're not into this bit of news yet either. And literally everyone in the DC universe is getting their own movie. So buckle yes. up. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's no escaping it. I need words. to find the most obscure and forgotten character to become a fan of to save this money. Detective you- Chimp. Yeah. Sold. And then you can be the guy like, I liked him before everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I, I liked his earlier stuff. <laughs> because Pushes we've got glasses, <laughs> nerd beard grows. <laughs> because we've got a lot to talk about, we'll jump into our next little piece of news. Uh, loosely Batman news, more Justice League news, but Justice League Throne of Atlantis, also known as the Aquaman animated movie, uh, gets its re- official release date on Blu-ray and DVD on January 27th, uh, 2015. And that will be rated PG-13 for sci-fi violence and action throughout. And we have talked about that several times, that the, the Warner Brothers animated films uh, definitely skew uh, a little older. So uh, buckle up, parents. This one's yes, probably yes. going to follow suit. Someone yeah. will end up impaled on a trident, I can guarantee you. There will be an awkwardly, awkwardly placed uh, piece of profanity, I'm sure. Of course. Uh, maybe a little... Great um, whites galore. Probably some bottom cleavage. Yeah. You know, we can only hope. Hello, Mara. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited about this one. I'm an Aquaman fan, truly. There you go. And, See, and you've already you've already put, staked that. Uh, I did. I, I do. I love him. And so I you can t- you can always tell when Warner Brothers slash DC decides a character is going to be a priority because all of a sudden they get an animated movie. All of a sudden they start showing up in other things. And you know, I think in preparation for Jason Momoa's Aquaman, you know, this is another just kind of. Building that character, yeah, yeah. It, feels, it feels like an opportunity to to rise to the challenge. You know, like we've talked about before, Aquaman has always kind of been the butt of everyone's jokes, and and you know Jeff Johns. People don't read comics, just like he talks about. Yeah, truth. Uh, you know, Jeff Johns has said many a time. You know, give us your your you know hard to write for, not liked. Uh, heroes. Give us your hungry. Yeah. Give us your poor. Give us your poor. <laughs> because, you know, th- there's no such thing as a, as a bad hero, a stupid hero. You know, it's all in how you write it. And I think that we're going to get a lot new, a lot of new Aquaman fans uh, as a result of all the new content that's going to be coming out well, Jeff, you know, Jeff Johns, you know, now uh, you know, is one of the heads of DC Entertainment. Uh, you know, he, he took that he, – he loved taking those kinds of challenges as a, as a writer of the comic books where he would take the, the Flash Rogues Gallery and, and reinvent them or refresh them. Uh, he takes Green Lantern and, you know, does everything that he did there with, with uh, Blackest Night and things like that. Um, so this is kind of par for the course for him. So when somebody says, that character is no good, uh, he's going to set out to prove him wrong. He's like, bring it on. Yeah. Vibe seems to be next. <laughs> he he did rewrite Vibe. I know he did. Yeah. <laughs> so there, I was kidding, but kind of yeah. not really. Well, the theme of this episode will be Vibe, clearly. <laughs> Today, on this week's The Batman Universe, we celebrate Vibe. <laughs> because it is very Batman-centric. I'm sensing a spin-off The Vibe Universe Oh, podcast. boy. 
That's right. Dustin, what well, do you think be, of? There, there won't be nearly as much news to report, I can tell you that that much. <laughs> It'll be a short cast. Good, I'll free, yes, free up short. some time. I'll do it once a year. <laughs> That'll be great. <laughs> but on the on the the talk about Justice League Throne of Atlantis, the cover art was also released, as well as uh, a list of the special features. And one of the special features that is listed... Well, there's two of them. The first one is the, there's a sneak peek at the up, the next DC animated film, which is called Batman vs. Superman, or which is called Batman vs. Robin. Uh, and then the other one is Robin and Nightwing bonus sequence. Producer James Tucker provides video commentary for this exciting bonus sequence where Robin and Nightwing join forces. So I think that's actually from Son of Batman. That's where I think that, that uh, bonus sequence is from. I don't imagine... Robin and Nightwing appearing in Throne of Atlantis. Um, the sneak peeks are kind of a regular theme, but it just shows that Batman vs. Robin is is going to be the next one, which we'll probably see in May. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You gotta love it. I mean, they really are not afraid to. I mean, they, I think they know they're listening to the fans. You know, the the Robin centric stuff. You know, I mean, keep hearing. They listen to this show. Keep hearing Robin. Yeah, they know. They know what's up. They know. They know me and Brian will show up if they don't do more Robin. What about me? <laughs> I like Robin. Oh, now you're a Robin fan? I'm oh, how convenient. Okay. Do you? Yeah. I, all right. I do. <laughs> anyway, well, moving on uh, to uh, Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. Uh, producer Charles Roven uh, has been talking about the film out there. Uh, and so uh, on Wonder Woman, he chimed in. He said, she has powers. She's a goddess. She's a demigod. Her father was Zeus. So uh, do we want to take these one at a time or just do them all? Yeah, let's just do them all. Okay. And then on the DC Universe on film, uh, he said the biggest difference between what Chris Nolan did in the Dark Knight trilogy and what we're doing now is that Bruce Wayne Batman lived in what I call a closed universe when there were no superheroes in it. There's Batman and he's a human being and Bruce Wayne has taken himself and made himself in many ways, even though he's definitely got some dysfunction, he's made himself into, in many ways, the best a human being can intellectually, in terms of his ability, to be a deduct, to be a detective in physically, etc. But he's real. He's human. He's a human being. He has no superpowers. When we embarked on Man of Steel, one of the things we were doing was we were creating a universe that had a superhero in it because Superman is clearly a superhero. He has superpowers. So once we did that, it was with the knowledge that if the movie was successful and we expanded the universe, we were going to expand it and populate it with other characters. Whoa. Phew. That is a mouthful. Phew. Good job, sir. It's like third grade again. We're reading out loud. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think this is this is kind of what we've talked about many times, totally. right? It is, you know, the, the Christopher Nolan trilogy did kind of live within this bubble. Right. Right. And then, but even looking beyond, you know, the Dark Knight trilogy, you look at just Batman as a character, and then you start to ask the question, if Batman lives in a world where there are characters like Superman and Flash and Green Lantern and these characters that can do these amazing things and now you know Wonder Woman the the demigod do you need a Batman right and what does Batman need to do to rise to the I always to the, need a Batman right, I'm, I'm with you <laughs> my co-host of a Batman podcast <laughs> uh, but I don't care for him much I'm, I'm out but I'm saying if, 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 if you're Batman and you look around you and now all of a sudden you're living in this world where aliens are invading and men are coming out of the ocean controlling great white sharks what do I have to do to <laughs> awesome right what do I have to do to coexist with yeah, these people feel, right? anybody, anybody no matter how strong if you're mortal would feel out of their element I think you know right. or without without superpowers and it's cool I mean you know we, we did see that I think they handled it very well with Man of Steel, you know, I, I have full confidence seeing, you know, a world with superpowers, and, and it's great, you know, it's, when you read the Wonder Woman comment, Andy, I'm like, well, it's funny, because it feels like a throwaway, because it's just like, oh, this is obvious, but it's like, actually, no, it's not. She's a goddess, and her father was Zeus, you know, she's a demigod, you know, and her father was Zeus, like that, they could have easily gone a little bit, you know, a little bit more warrior, a little bit more Xena, didn't really, you know, not include the whole God backstory and, and the fact that they're not afraid to embrace that is is great, you know, it's it's really cool. It shows that they are absolutely taking this stuff head on and just, just really yeah. going for it, which is I, what we all want, I think. And I love that about it. I mean, in, in Man of Steel, they totally embrace the superpowers and the sci-fi element while still marrying it with the real world. Yeah. Uh, and it's nice that they're taking that same approach with Wonder Woman, that they're not 
kind of cheating and being or like, oh, we're away. not going to go into yeah. it. We'll just kind of leave it vague. No. She's a goddess. She has superpowers. She's Wonder Woman. <coughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, absolutely. One of the coolest things about this is the fact that when you look at what they are doing with Man of Steel, kind of like you said, Man of Steel setting up the expanded universe, one of the things that I think is the most interesting is because Man of Steel sets everything up and we go right into Batman versus Superman and they've already said that Batman is older, he's more mature, he's, you know, he's rough around the edges because he's been doing this for a while. So his career has been taking place all this time without all of these other characters. So he's already cemented himself as, you know, as somebody who needs to be around before all of these other you know, the aliens, the gods, the people walking out of the ocean, they all show up. He's already there, so he probably takes offense to this immediately, hence the title Batman vs. Superman. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I've been doing this for years, and you guys think you're going to show up and just hijack the world? Oh, no, I'm Batman. Come here, Superman. I'm going to punch you in your face. Come here. That's yeah, actually that's actually a real piece of dialogue from the script I got a hold of. So you heard it here first. Ooh, Dude, that's awesome. So that's that's, good. that's yeah, good stuff. It's funny that you would think it would be more about protecting Earth, but you know we're really seeing this side of Batman where it's like, no, he's it's really just a pissing match. Yeah, really. It's really all it. kind of self centered in that sense. <laughs> no, I mean it is. It is. That cool. was the original title. It was Batman v Superman pissing match, <laughs> and then they changed it. So <laughs> I don't know why. That's probably a good call. <laughs> They were probably thinking if it was plastered on a kid's toy, it probably wouldn't look good. Yes. But, but the but sake of the fan art. <laughs> it would have been so good. Yeah? yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is kind of a loose comparison, but it does actually remind me of there was an issue of, of, the, of the Hawkeye comic book where they kind of addressed this this idea with the Avengers, right? Where, yeah. you know, you've got Thor the God and Hulk the giant rage monster and Iron Man flying around and you're Hawkeye. You shoot arrows and you're just a dude. Yeah. And it was where he was, I think he was paired Hawkeye up. gets the rest of the Avengers a lot of coffee. <laughs> right. Okay, that's what he, but he, he was in the, in the book he was Great. paired up with Spider-Man and Spider-Man was kind of taken aback by how he is, is relentless, like will never quit. He keeps practicing and practicing and practicing and he says, I can't, I can't stop. Because I'm not like them. I don't have the powers they do. I can't do what those guys do. If I stop, if I let myself slack for even one minute, then I'm not upholding my end of the deal. Absolutely. Right. And, and Batman's kind of in that same place. Yeah, he never rests on his laurels. I so mean, he's, he's just insanely dedicated. <clears throat> I mean, I, I like what Charles Robin's saying about he is now taking himself to that. I mean, that's something we've always talked about with Batman anyway. Sure. It's that pinnacle of, of humanity, right? But right. He... He has to go absolutely to that ceiling of human achievement. Yeah. Absolutely. I have yeah. to be the b- most perfect I can possibly be. Yeah. Because if I'm not, then I'm then I'm pointless. Right. I don't. I cease to be relevant. Yeah, it's it's self sacrificing to the nth degree to 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 near death almost always. You right. know, it's well. And it's it, awesome. I think it also it also it speaks sense. to what kind of a hero does Gotham need, right? Because I, I tend to think of Batman as. Less of a of a global savior, you mm-hmm. know, and, and a save the universe type, and more of I, I think Batman's best when he's in his element, when he's right. in Gotham City. And he, he knows his limits, right? But I mean, he's the hero that Gotham needs, right? Is that is that kind of a, a guy who can get his hands dirty, a guy who can be in the alleys, a right. guy who can you know work with work with the law and work around it when he needs to. Right. So his limitations will make his character very interesting, whereas, you know, like you say, you know, these, these other characters will, who are more than likely not going to be limited to, you know, they're kinda, it's going to be worldly issues, yeah. you know, more here. But, you know, it's they'll probably play back and forth with that kind of stuff. You know, obviously we're seeing shots of Metropolis and Gotham, you know. I'm yeah. sure there's going to be contrast between the fallouts between each city and how each one is affected. And it's all about home turf, you know. <laughs> Pissing match. <laughs> so another another BBS news, and this is actually breaking news. This this just happened today. Um, the, <laughs> right, cue the, the music. Uh, filming for BBS, you know, to Andy's point, you know, it just keeps going on and on and on and on. It's going to be a really long movie. <laughs> They're currently shooting um, at Michigan State University, and there's some rumors about what is actually taking place there. But uh, WLIX News 10 in Lansing, Michigan, reported today that they had spoken with a uh, an extra who remained nameless and refused to uh, talk about who they were and who they are. 
but confirm that there is indeed a female Robin in Batman v Superman. Holy okay, crap. So I, yeah, oh. so holy, holy crap if it's true. But here's the only problem with that news. Uh, some of the reports that I heard was that the extras supposedly had to sign a, a non-disclosure agreement uh, claiming that if they revealed anything, they could possibly have to pay a fine up to five million dollars. Right. Um, yeah, and I then, saw that. And then on, yeah, and then on top of that, they were saying, uh, you know, they, that's why they didn't want to reveal who they were. There was, if they didn't reveal who they were, there was no way that the anybody was going to be able to figure out who they were. I have a hard time believing that extras in general are going to be privy to scenes with Robin unless of course she's full front and center in the in the film which I don't feel like is the case it's hard to know it's I mean you're right us and it, it, this could be total BS and this could be somebody just trying to get a piece of the spotlight despite the fact that they're completely anonymous but you know people get off on that kind of thing but or or it could be completely legit, you know. I mean, the, the rumors of, of Jenna Malone and her and her Carrie Kelly haircut have have now been out there for the last week or so. And yep. uh, you know, we know Zack Snyder loves uh, Dark Knight Returns, so uh, we'll see. But this is yeah. this is interesting that that a, an actual news source is reporting this, right, right, right. And it's I mean, it is definitely take with a grain of salt because yes. an yeah. anonymous extra. Yeah, right. It couldn't mean nothing. Yeah, hot on the heels of her, you know, Twitter picture of her hair color. I mean, it feels pretty coincidental. Right. Right. At the same time, if if I'm if I work for WLIX News, and it was completely bogus. Yeah. There's no way I'm letting that on the air. I mean, doesn't that ruin your credibility as a? But how? Not for a small. Yeah. If it's a small station. You got to look at it like this, though. That the movie's not coming out for you know a year and a half. So realistically, the producers who let that story go on the air are they really going to care if someone real you know calls them out a year and a half later and says, "Hey, you know what? You were you were full of crap. You you know this this wasn't true." I don't know that that you know that's the case. You know, you look at you know across the internet, not just not just uh, you know big media sites or small sites like us or you know you look at the actual broadcast news that's on tv and i think if they see some of the stuff that you know the the amount of viewers and people who are reading this news related to this story i wouldn't put it past somebody to you know say hey let's let's run with it even if it is complete bs because they're going to be getting some coverage yeah you're you're right dustin because the the breaking news gets tons of traction. If they yep. ever have to go yeah. back and go, we were wrong. Nobody remembers that. No. So yep. it's right. it is much it is much safer. I mean, look at El Mayimbe. I mean, the guy. That's true. The guy just <laughs> makes stuff up. You're right. And everybody runs with it. Yep. You're right. At yeah. the same time, you think about you know a, a a network that's filled with producers and writers and staff versus a a blogger who makes stuff up and posts things on the internet. That's true. That's true. And, and, and that's a valid point. I just, I have a problem with any sort of broadcast news station saying we have an anonymous extra. They don't want to reveal their, I mean, someone, I would assume that they would have to at least reveal their idea. How could you fact check this? I mean, realistically, they weren't on set. So the only way you could fact check it right. is actually to find out their name and make sure for a fact that they were an extra and, f- and try to figure out where they were for what scenes to, to figure out if it's even possible. Did you guys that see the clip? Said, it's a huge risk. Yeah. Did you see the yeah. clip? No. No. It's very Watergate-ish. It's like, oh. it's like. Uh, it's just it's an extreme close up on this anonymous extra's hands <laughs> and this like mumbly voice like like you know yeah. it's kind of I can't even do the impression <laughs> yeah it's it's really weird it's very seedy it's so silly it's pretty it, yeah. it is kind of silly it's, it's kind of yeah. awesome though it like the fact that, so important yeah. like it's a government it's like, it's conspiracy like we'll, we'll get to Ebola and the deficit but first the real news <laughs> yeah. there may be a female Robin <laughs> The yeah. funny thing is that there, there was also reports saying that the all of the electronic devices that the extras had were all needing to be checked before they even entered set. So that's the other problem where it is. But outside of that, if this ends up being true, Jenna uh, Malone as Carrie Kelly, by all means, I think Jenna Malone is a, is a great actress. I think that she's done totally. some a great job. And, and 
wide variety. Honestly, I feel like she stole the show in Sucker Punch more than any other character in that Absolutely. film. But uh, I think she could be great, and it would be a really unique way to go with the story if she is, in fact, or if there is a female Robin. So yeah. I don't want to, you know, you know, bash the the broadcast news station too much. But yeah. if it ends up being true, I think it, you know, it could be cool. So what you're saying yeah. is, Dustin, you're totally confirming it's true. Gary Kelly's no, Robin. No, definitely not. We've got here first. We've got here first. I, I, that's what I thought I heard. <laughs> no, I mean, and not to stay on topic too long, but, um, you know, I, I think the interesting thing is, is, is to, you know, what you're saying, Dustin, would an extra even know this? But, you know, kind of what you were talking about, Andy, you know, when it comes to shooting and, and principal photography and everything, it's like, that actually doesn't last very long most often. It, so It shouldn't. Yeah. So, I mean, this is actually a lot longer than, than a lot of movies shoot. And then, you know... And by the way, sets are, being, sets are being built in they're New Mexico. Still, that's just it. They're yeah. still building sets. Yeah. They've been shooting for four months yeah. and they're still building new sets. Right. Yeah, it's crazy. I but don't point, understand. The point being... Hey, I've, I've got a, I got an amazing idea on why that is, but I'll save it to later. Okay. Well, my, my point is is just that... You get to uh, the end of a movie pretty quickly when it comes to actually shooting. And then there's, you know, a year or two years of visual effects post work. So I feel like it is, if she is in the movie in some character in some way, you know, that's, or as a costume hero in some way, there's absolutely a possibility for an extra to know that, to have seen that, to have acted in those parts um, just because of how that how that all works. So what I'm hearing is that you're confirming Carrie Kelly. Right? I am confirming okay. Carrie Kelly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I am. I am. <clears throat> We're all on the same page then. Yeah. Yeah. We're all there. We've all confirmed it. <laughs> all right. Let's talk. We do work for that new Jenna, station, Jenna, though, we so. love you. We can't wait to see you in the cape. <laughs> the cape and yellow collar. Uh, all right. Let's talk about the big news, shall we? Kids? Holy crap. We got yeah. a lot to cover here. This, uh, this buckle in. This is going to be a while. Yesterday is, was a little bit of Christmas. This is a monster. It is. Oh, where do we even begin? So, a couple months ago, Warner Brothers said, yes, see all these dates? Those are going to be DC movies. And we were all like, oh, that's amazing. And then it was like, what are they going to be? And how committed are they to this? Yeah. Well, <laughs> oh, it could be some Sandman. Yeah, it could exactly. be some side stuff. Maybe right, not entirely right. DC, main hero-centric. Yeah, there was, there was a lot of speculation because they just gave us dates and they gave us no real information. And so we were like, give us more. And then yesterday, uh, there was the shareholders meeting for Warner Brothers and they dropped the entire slate on us. Like the, a bomb. This like a bat bomb. This completely blindsided me. No way did I see them announcing this far out what all these And this be. many. Yeah, you'd think that, okay, they'd give you the first two or right. three. Like up to Justice League. Exactly. Maybe. Up yeah. to Justice League. They, no, everything through 2020, <clears throat> which I'm Barbara not even going to be alive at. I, yeah. uh, by then, forget it. Don't say that, Andy. The amount of Taco Bell you guys make me eat. There's no way we'll get on a diet to survive. So what has been confirmed is that there will be at least two DC Universe movies every year through 2020. It's so good. At least two. At least two. Is it apropos if I start crying right now? Do it, man. I'm I'm all cried out all yesterday. I got no more tears left. (laughs) All right, so let's talk about what we excuse me what we've already known. Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice comes out March 25th, 2016. Yay! Uh, we've had it on our calendars a while. Right. Yes. We we've known about that. We've heard of that one. The one that we bit, had been bit. had been announced, but we didn't know when or uh, what the date would be. Suicide Squad will be following up BVS, August 5th, 2016, directed by David Ayer. <clears throat> Excuse me. Gosh. Um, and now there have been uh, getting all choked up. Over I know there. I'm getting a little excited. <laughs> directed a little by a little misty. I know. Directed <laughs> by David Ayer, uh, uh, the Hollywood Reporter is reporting that several actors are in uh, are in the uh, in the running for key roles in the Suicide Squad, including but not limited to Ryan Gosling, Will Smith, Tom Hardy, and Margot Robbie. Please, be Harley Quinn. <laughs> Please, if Please. she isn't Harley Quinn, then someone needs to get fired. Yeah, <laughs> right. that I. We'll just pause for a second. I love the idea of a Suicide Squad movie. That's great, but it is a tougher sell. And so I love that they are aiming this high cast wise for this movie because it's going to go a long way in 
getting other getting non-comic nerds on board and I think right. that is awesome I, I love the idea of David Ayer directing totally. I love this cast they're shooting for I hope some of these get confirmed soon because god it sounds good pause for another second for everybody okay. to google uh, what's her name Margot Margot Robbie just for one or, or you can watch The Wolf of Wall Street po- or you can watch that movie yeah I mean we were talking about it, uh, you know. Talk about a dead ringer for Harley Quinn. Yeah, I mean, you look so at her great. and you're like, uh, so "That's really hardly any translation yeah. at all." Like so. somebody did a split screen of of Margot Robbie and Harley Quinn from Arkham Knight. Yeah, and it is like that's or the or the bombshell oh. figurines is immediately yeah. what I thought of. It's like, <clears> and, it's, and it's not just that she was in uh, Wolf on, Wolf of the Wall Street or Wolf on, the Leonardo DiCaprio movie and Martin Scorsese a couple years. The Wolf I think it was Man last year. Yes, yeah, and yes. uh, she was in that, and she has like a New Jersey accent in that film. And some of the way she talks almost feels like she could, you know, she could she could do a you know a Tara Strong Harley Quinn voice too. Oh, absolutely. If she really wanted to. Yeah. And, and her star is on the rise. Yes. So it is. It, it is a smart play to get her while she's affordable. And again, with with David Ayer, we were talking about it. I mean, this guy, he's done a couple PG-13 movies, but, I mean, he is he's a pretty gritty director. I mean, I, I think it's a fantastic choice uh, for Suicide Squad. Uh, but I, I honestly do think that... I think it'll still be PG-13, but I could easily see this going very close to R, you know, yeah. just because of the way that he directs. And even just, not even necessarily with you know, nudity or, or language or anything like that or violence, but just the darkness of his films. They are very edgy, um, but I think that's I think that's totally appropriate uh, for this kind of a movie, you know. So uh, hopefully it'll lighten up a little bit because obviously it needs to be palpable for, you know, so many people to see it, you know, and a lot of younger kids to see it as well, you know. But, um, yeah, I think it's going to be a very gritty movie, and I'm, I'm pumped. I it's I an, interest, it's an interesting choice. choice, especially when you look at the rest of the film slate. And, and you kind of go... It is kind of the, the one that... It's, it's, a, it's a the odd off. man out, yeah, right? Is, I mean, right. you kind of go, okay, these are these are the members of the Justice League, and we've got our team-up movies, and we've got, uh, you know, Batman, Superman. Then Suicide Squad yeah. shows up on the list. You're like, here. that is really different. Yeah. It's but, a, I, I, I think there's a couple different reasons why that is. The first one being is Suicide Squad's not that big of a... You know, it's not... You know, super popular or super well known to the mainstream public. Number one, but one of the biggest things is there was a a rumor. Latino Review posted up like a a breakdown of the characters that they claim are going to be in the film, and Harley Quinn's not on the list, which I find odd because um, there are some characters normally on the Suicide Squad, specifically Deadshot's always on this. Normally Captain Boomerang as well. Um, Those are more well-known characters, but the majority of the rest of the Suicide Squad's kind of just like, eh. They're just mostly characters who can get killed off most of the time. So if Harley Quinn wasn't on the team, it would be odd because I feel like one of the reasons this is so, you know, so soon on the slate is Harley Quinn is like, is really, you know, blowing up now. She's got her own comic series. Uh, it sells really well every single month. Uh, they're doing a, I mean, I think we're going to talk about that a little bit later, this rub and smell annual that's coming out at the end of the month. Uh, but then there's also, she had that, you know, small little pop cameo on Arrow and everybody was talking about that. She's popular in the video games. I mean, in some regards, she's almost as popular as the Joker because she's probably more, more present than the Joker currently. Uh, you know what? You're, you're right. And it, so it, it does seem like if anybody's reading that comic book, for the most part, it's because of Harley Quinn. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't think any of us in this room truly believe that there will be a Suicide Squad sans Harley Quinn. I, I mean, it I just was, think it, was, it would not be scenes. smart Why to even leave make, her out. Yeah. Like, when you look at, you look at the, gonna, an, the animated movie, right, that just came out. Yeah. Right. I mean, she was the she central was essentially, figure. Yeah, essentially yeah. the star. It was yeah. her and Deadshot. Yeah. Well, the um, good thing is with Latino Review being the ones that made that that. Came out yeah. with that. We can pretty much throw that right in the garbage. So. <laughs> we can pretty much assume it'll be the opposite. Nice. Yeah, I uh, so confirmed. She's in the movie. <laughs> so, but speaking of of how you you can tell when DC makes something a priority, Suicide Squad is another one that's really been kind of building steam. There's totally. been a Suicide Squad film rumored for years now since sure. 2011. Uh, that's right. And there, there was, you know, there was also uh, Jeff John started a rumor like 
three years ago at Comic-Con that they were making a Suicide Squad video game, too. So, I mean, like, it's it's wow. definitely been on the minds of Warner Brothers Absolutely. for a while. Yeah, and then they, they, they showed up as a team on Arrow. They got their own animated film. They, you know, they've got their own ongoing series. So there is some focus on them. And I think that this is one of those where they're like, you know what, this doesn't have to cost us $200 million. We can do a fun you know, gritty, dirty Suicide Squad movie for 80 to $100 million totally. and then make a nice profit. And I think we're actually going to see a very, probably a very different uh, cast of characters from what we're used to seeing with Suicide that's, Squad. That's the most interesting thing is to see who the roster is. Right. Yeah. Because, because yes. it, it doesn't need to be the traditional role or traditional group because the, the yeah. premise remains the same. Right. right. Absolutely. Right? That these villains could, they're, they're expendable. Yeah. yeah. They have a lot of latitude to plug in whoever they want. Yeah. Expendable. It's funny you said that. Funny you should say expendable. <laughs> but the, the one point I'll just make is out of all the ramping up with Suicide Squad and all the different teams, has Harley Quinn once not been any of those, in any of those teams? Can you think of any? Well, well traditionally, Ar- Arrow, well, traditionally, Arrow, she, she didn't get to go on the, she didn't get to go on the but mission. She was on Arrow, in it, but she was there. And and like Dustin said, that's what everybody was talking about. So I, again, I just, I just confirmed she's in it. <laughs> she's as pumped as we all were for the Bronze Tiger. She, he's no Harley. Pretty Quinn. wicked. He's no Harley. Quinn. <laughs> all right, all right. Up next, on to the roster. Back or back to the uh, the slate. Uh, go ahead, where are we going? Wonder Woman. Okay, Woo! Wonder Woman six twenty three seventeen. That means June twenty third, two thousand seventeen. I don't know if you even know how to read numbers like that. No, I don't. I don't yeah. understand how that all works. Yeah. So thanks. <laughs> um, uh, but that's awesome. So we obviously all that is really so, kind of new that she was so getting, overdue. Yeah, yeah. That, so great to get confirmation. It feel these things. It's kind of strange because it feels like you already know it's going to happen. Just but. I guess it's just because we've been waiting for so long for that to happen. Yeah. It's great to just hear the get the go ahead. Yep, doing a Wonder Woman movie, awesome, cannot wait. And then uh, followed shortly after uh, Justice League number one, eleven seventeen seventeen, which I believe is November. I, I, yeah. I I'm not sure if that's Ooh, how that works. He, he's a quick look. Yeah, seventeenth month. I'm it's catching seventeenth month. Yeah, seventeenth month. I don't know. That's uh, um, umptember. Lousy March weather. Febtober, I believe, is that month. <laughs> Um, but that's going to be directed by Zack Snyder, which I think we all knew. Um, and it's, uh, you know, it's just going to be awesome. awesome, this team up of all so of them. So awesome. Yep. Uh, moving on to the following year. I'm just so happy. I know. It's just, it feels like I don't even want to steamroll through this, but we got it. Um, so it's true. The, the Flash is is the following year, 323 uh, 18 with Ezra Miller, Ezra Miller to star as Be- Barry Allen, The Flash. Um, we were talking a little bit about his character. Uh, definitely, kind of a darker. It's not. It's not the Flash TV show. Flash. Um, yeah. It's. It's this one. I find to be bizarre. Yeah. It's a little strange. I, I don't know much about him, so I'm totally willing to go with it and give him the benefit of the doubt. But this is the one that does make me scratch my head a little bit. Mm-hmm. I thought maybe they would go Wally West to kind of sidestep the issue with the show. Yeah. Sure. Um, I think they're ignoring that completely. Yeah. yeah I, I guess clearly. so. I, mean, I guess so. And with the, the show. Seemingly doing well, uh, I, I, which I think Grant Gustin is fantastic as Barry Allen. Yeah, uh, Ezra Miller. All I've done is watch. I never saw the Wallflowers, but I, I did watch a few clips of him on. on oh yeah, YouTube. that's him. He's that's a, great. He's a very Crispin Glover, quirky, weird kind of guy. Actually, it's funny. I didn't realize he was in the Wallflowers, but yeah, he's actually very it's, fun. Isn't in that the movie? perks so, of being a wallflower? Yeah, the perks of being a wallflower. I mean, the wallflowers are great. Jacob Dylan, one headlight's great. One headlight, you know. Different. Right, different. Right. Yeah, I, I only watch it. superhero movies, so I don't know <laughs> what these, these other cinematic adventures He is are. very fun, though. Lighthearted, like, joke-around character in that. So his look is a little bit more Crispin Glover, but I could see it now knowing But who knows what he's going to look like in the movie. Yeah. Right? I mean, he'll, he'll, he's an actor. Hopefully he'll look like a little bit of He's got three and a half years. Right. <laughs> to get a haircut. Time. Just get a haircut, buddy. <laughs> to get a haircut and eat a, eat a little bit. Yeah, we'll take him to talk a little about bit, a, little a little bit. bit. So moving on, the movie following that will be Aquaman 7, 2018. Yeah. Jason Momoa <laughs> confirmed. Literally. Spoilers. <laughs> the worst kept secret in Hollywood. <laughs> Good night. I mean, how late in the game. I, I wish they wouldn't have confirmed it, honestly. I love the idea that they basically just wait until the movie's they about don't even, to come out. They, the trailer will come out and it will say, and question starring, as Aquaman. Starring someone. Yeah. 
<laughs> as Aquaman. Honestly, of I mean, the Batman v Superman movie aside, this is probably one of the ones I'm looking forward to the most. Oh, totally. Oh, just as absolutely. far as to see what they're going to do. Yeah. I think we all have an idea of what they might do with all these other things, but this one is really just out. There is so, so much many different directions. Yeah, right? you're right. So much potential with Aquaman. I I can't wait. Well, Jason Momoa is such a he's such a dynamic actor. There's something there's very something very charismatic about him. He has he's got a, a little bit of Arnold in him, he, you know. But he's got a great dark yeah. look. He should he's be so Conan. great in Game of Thrones. He should be Conan. That'd be that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah you should you should <laughs> tell those guys. I'm going to go pitch it right now. I own that movie. I love it. But to see him kind of have that, from what we believe, kind of that that, that Islander uh, kind of take on on Aquaman, I think is going to be very interesting. Tribal. Tribal. Aquaman. Islander. Maori. Some facial tattoos, perhaps. Dustin, what do you think about Aquaman? What do you think, which direction they're going to go? Honestly, it's hard to say because in almost every incarnation of Aquaman, he always has light-colored hair, and that's not to say that they, you know, they don't do something. Although, if Jason Momoa has is going to be appearing in Batman vs Superman, as the rumors say, and the you know the basis of you know him being linked to Aquaman in the first place, he's been he's had the same color. So unless he's wearing a wig or something, not sure what what direction they're going. I feel like because he's a Pacific Islander himself, I feel like. It probably will go somewhere in that direction. I feel like it'll probably be like, uh, you know, probably still stick with the, you know, he was, he, you know, he grew up on the surface and all, you know, the the main story like that. But it's just he's not, he's not based out of, you know, you know, Florida. He's not. Yeah. He didn't grow up on the coast of Florida. He grew up on the coast of a Pacific island, and it makes more sense because him himself, he, you know, that that works perfectly for who he is as a as a you know as a person. So, I think that's probably something that they're going to go. It's hard to speculate any more than that because until we see him at least appear in either Justice League or if he does appear in Batman vs Superman, I'm sure we'll get some inclination of what direction they're going. But the one of the things that I'm more curious about more than anything in regards to all these is because some of these movies are coming, you know, the way they've actually got them set up with Wonder Woman coming out right before Justice League, Batman vs. Superman, so that means we're already introduced to those three characters um, before Justice League comes out. Now, Flash, Aquaman, you know, we didn't we didn't get there yet, but Cyborg, Green Lantern, um, they're all going to be coming out after Justice League, so it'll be interesting to see if those movies are straight origin or if they're just going to like do a small origin story type thing and then dive right into action with those characters since they most likely will already appear in Justice League. So Or maybe even the, Justice League too, since that's they're following that one. <laughs> now now here's the thing, uh, it says here Justice League One, but the actual title was Justice League Part One, Justice League Part Two. Now, we were talking about this earlier about, you know, why have they been filming for so long? We know that for a fact that uh, uh, early November they're coming to Chicago. Uh, It was announced uh, earlier this week that they're going to be heading to New Mexico. It's most likely film scenes that were originally planned to film in Morocco um, after they are done in Chicago. And they also have scenes at the Kent Farm in the suburbs of Chicago as well. They've been filming forever. Now, here's the thing that I was thinking about. Warner Brothers, probably more so than most companies, has had really good success, has had really, really well, uh, I don't know a better way to put that, I guess. They've had good success with having, you know, large trilogies, tentpole franchises, things like that. Uh, If you look at Lord of the Rings, they filmed those movies back to back to back. They filmed the Hobbit movies back to back to back. Um, and you know, there's not. That's not to say there aren't small things. But when you look at, at an actor like Ben Affleck, who's always busy, how many times can he just drop everything, especially with as many movies as coming that, that's coming out in the next, you know, five years, six years? How 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 often is he really going to be able to drop everything and do this? So my theory right now is that they're actually filming part of Justice League Part One and Justice League Part Two right now, along with Batman vs Superman. Uh, you know, Zack Snyder's. He is linked to be the director for both of those films, as well as obviously Batman vs Superman. And then we've got uh, we've heard rumors for a while now that Chris Terrio, 
who was brought in to do rewrites for the Batman vs Superman script, is also linked to the Justice League script. So, is it entirely impossible that they are knocking out, you know, a bunch of different things at once to say, hey, maybe uh, we can cut some costs and save some money on the budget because it seems like the the cheapest way to make a franchise nowadays is to film it all all at the same time. Totally. I, I think we're all thinking that same thing as well. Yeah. And even even if they're not shooting the entire Justice League movies, they are shooting parts of them. Yeah, I yes. think so. I, I would be surprised to think that they would be actually shooting parts of the part two of Justice League. Or I mean, if it is a two-part movie, that's kind of crazy to um, roll it out two years later with all these other movies in between. I mean, it's not too long, but um, it is. it does feel a little risky, I guess, filming three huge movies all at once um, versus maybe two. Maybe they do the, the first Justice League or a good majority of it and then kind of tweak from there um, just because, you know, until they kind of get the read on what their audience likes or, or how they're doing these, you know. Um, but, you know, the, it's, it's, it's just a little bit hard for me to believe that they would actually go into this, the part two of Justice League. But, I mean, at the same time, I, I totally agree. I mean, the, look at their, Peter Jackson. That's how he did those ones. Um, but those were at least steamrolled out year by year by year. So I think those makes it a little bit easier. But um, I, I think it's safe to say that we all think that there's more than one movie going on here. Yes. It's just way too long to be filming for it to not be. All right. <clears throat> so in the interest of time, we should probably move on to the next film. Uh, for two, So that's 2018 that we've, all, that we've discussed. Uh, in 2019, the movie that has been announced, Shazam, on April 5th, 2019, starring... Dwayne The Rock Johnson as Black Adam, which we've known about. And then, uh, <laughs> thank you so much. So mysterious, that one as well. And Another then, well-kept secret. <laughs> and uh, and then Justice League Part 2 uh, in June of that same year. So Part 2. Part 2. Part 2. Uh, as a follow-up to 2017's Justice League. So we're only going to have one year in between uh, Justice League uh, adventures. And then... Uh, it's, really, it's really actually... Looking at the actual dates, it's only a year and a half actually, because it's the Justice League Part One's coming out in November. Justice League Part Two's coming out uh, the next, you know, June of 2019. So it's like a year and a half. So it's not really even that much time. That's true. That's true. Yeah, it's. I just think of a time when these movies are not steamrolling out like this, and how sad that will be. And I hope that time doesn't come. Yeah. I hope they just keep going like this until I'm dead. I'm glad there's not a lot of time between them because. I don't want to wait for our lives to be over. I'm sorry. That is so weird, but it was so appropriate. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) It's Friday night, okay? Uh, And moving on uh, to Cyborg getting his own movie. Uh, This is another one that I found surprising, but this is on April 3rd, 2020, and then a Green Lantern reboot June 19th, 2020. So, uh, almost the same release date as the last Green Lantern movie. Uh, and then we saw this and we all talked and we're like, ah, oh, where's Batman? Where is Man of Steel 2? And then they came back out and they said, no, there are solo Batman Superman movies in the works as well before 2020. We're just not releasing the dates right now. So that means that. Somewhere yes. in there. Right well, now, there's two movies a year, and then when you slate in those Superman Batman movies, there can be three in some years, which means very, very happy nerds like us. Yes. They're like, oh, don't worry, guys. We're not forgetting our temple characters yeah. over here. They're, they're just You're giving me Cyborg before another Batman? Come on. <laughs> yeah, they're like, they, they don't even need to be said. We're making the movies, guys. Don't yeah. worry about it. It's obvious. So this is clearly... And, and, and if you look at the actual slate of the times, you can actually probably like fit in... You know, predicted areas where these, you know, the sequels or the sequel to Man of Steel and standalone Batman movies could be because it seems like the majority of the slate has movies, one in the spring, one in the summer. Some of them, there's a couple of them that are coming out uh, in early fall. So you could almost slate where they're coming in based off of, you know, everything else that's coming out. But I think it's awesome. I, I you know, if anything, you know, the, probably the you know, even though it was like almost like a footnote at the bottom of the press release when they announced this standalone Batman movies, more of them to come based off this new universe, I think is awesome because don't get me wrong, I love the Chris Nolan trilogy. I thought everything about it was awesome. I absolutely you know everything. love it. 
but uh, at the same time, it's done. No one's not coming back, so we got to get something else going. So why not do something different? Batman's going to be in this world with a bunch of different superheroes. I think that's awesome. That that allows a lot of other villains within Batman's universe also to be possibly focused on because there are these characters that are outside the box. So that's probably one of the biggest pieces of news that I thought was awesome about this press. You know, the announcement. Yeah, absolutely. It's we're going to get a whole new Batman, and we're going to see him in his own right, and with all these other characters, and which hopefully means Robin. Oh, I mean, all if, this is great, but Robin. If Cyborg gets his own movie, and Robin is not in any of these, yeah. something's wrong. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. But moving on, heck, heck of a slate. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be an amazing five or six years. Yeah, it's it's great to see that they are really going for all the hero stuff. I mean, a Sandman movie, I'm sure, would have been awesome, but you know, which may or may not still which happen. may or may not still happen. But you know, as far Justice as Justice League Dark has been another one that's been talked about. But I mean, this, as far as I'm concerned, cements this decade as the decade of of the geek between oh, totally. between DC and Marvel and Star Wars. It is. It is bonkers. Yeah. How much yeah. Awesome We're going to start gangs. We're going to start beating up jocks. We rule. It's going to be awesome. This is going to be <laughs> it's cool. It's going to be so cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so sadly moving on, but we got to. Uh, Lego DC Comics, Batman Beleaguered. So Cart- Cartoon Network is going to air a one-shot movie special on Monday, October 27th at 6 p.m. Uh, written by Jim Krieg and will have ties to Lego Batman 3 Bat- Beyond Gotham. Likely bridging the gap between two and three. Uh, it's quoted, Batman prides himself on being a loner, totally self-sufficient one-man band. Just ask anyone, Batgirl, Robin, Nightwing, Alfred, anyone. So he's understandably irritated when his nightly cleanup of Gotham City villains is interrupted by Superman, who pesters Batman to join his new superhero team, the Justice League. After Batman makes it quite clear to the Man of Steel that his invitation has been declined, Superman flies off disappointed. Whereupon he is overcome with a strange energy and vanishes. Imagine that. So that's a really cool thing that they're doing just to kind of, you know, release it in a separate thing. Instead of in a cinematic, they're going to throw it on Cartoon Network. Um, Moving on, do you guys want to talk about Gotham? Yeah. Yeah, let's talk Gotham. So Gotham, uh, we are loving it, as we've mentioned several times on the show before. uh, And apparently you have been too because it has been extended from 16 to 22 episodes, a full season order, um, and now it is, uh, some of the numbers have come in. It has been up to now, Monday night's number one drama for adults 18 to 49. Uh, the pilot episode had 14.1 million viewers in its first week, having been streamed over 2 million times on Fox Now and Hulu, and it is currently, uh, our episodes two and three have kept Gotham in the top three of all dramas on broadcast TV. Booyah. So Gotham is kicking butt. And yep. we are loving yes. it. Yeah, we Ab- love it. Absolutely. And just uh, one one uh, quick news point, I guess, uh, with Gotham. Uh, it was revealed over the weekend, last weekend at New York Comic Con, that uh, Tommy Elliott is going to be appearing on Gotham. Oh, yes, indeed. Yes. Yes. They are bringing in more and more, uh, but... As long as they do it well, get sure. A little, get a little it's hush fun. action in there, yeah. maybe in the show, a little pre-hush action. Totally. Um, yeah, so it's it's awesome. So moving on to comic books, we were talking about Harley Quinn and our love for the character and her solo book, which if you are a uh, comics reader, is a hoot. Please pick it up. It is a hoot, but as the, the owls would say. It is. But the annual is coming out, and uh, it says, The Harley Quinn Annual for Fans of the Ganja. It's going to have. I, who, I don't know who wrote this. Uh, it's Brian. It's Brian. Right here, buddy. Oh, you were channeling Jamie. It wasn't uh, Goofy Magoo this time. Yeah. It says it's going to have a rub and smell technology. Not to be confused with scratch and sniff. It's not scratch and sniff. It is rub <laughs> and smell. Somebody must have that trademark. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that, that is, that the is exactly why. That they is the They don't want to get sued. It is. And uh, they don't want to pay anybody. It promises the smell of cannabis. <laughs> So the issue this is, ridiculous. This is gross. I don't. This I, I, so I don't dumb. want to smell. I mean, that if you think about it, it's kind of stupid because I I feel like you know at least a quarter of the fans who are buying this book, their entire apartment probably already already smells does. Like cannabis, yeah, so true. they're they're gonna rub, they're not gonna quote know. unquote rub and smell it, and they're gonna be like, this thing sucks. It doesn't work. Yeah. You know, uh, so, but it's but, going you know, to be it's going to be bagged and labeled with a drug warning, which is interesting. So when this book is released, I look forward to rubbing and smelling Harley Quinn. 
Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's coming out uh, October 29th, so not that long. So you don't have to wait long, kids. <laughs> I can hardly wait. It is the perfect book for this kind of... Nonsense. I'll buy it for my brother. He's going to love it. <laughs> this is the only book. It is It is between Harley Quinn and Deadpool where you could pull off something like yes. this. Yes, agreed. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, in video game news, continuing the onslaught of casting announcements for Lego Batman 3 Beyond Gotham, Conan O'Brien, the uh, famous late night uh, uh, host of whatever show he's hosting now, the Conan, uh, has been added to the ca- Is that the name of the show, Conan? Conan, yeah. yeah. No, yes. that's the name of the movie that Jason Momoa was Quiet in. time. That one. <laughs> oh, he, he's been yeah, added he's to the host of that movie too. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he is. He has been added to the cast. He's, he's not playing a character; he is playing himself, and he will actually offer players hints along the way. Which cool is bonkers, so and I love it. Now, okay, honestly, if you guys if you guys have watched his, have you ever seen the clips where it's like uh, he plays a video game with his? Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, they're so, hilarious. Yeah, so they're they're so funny, and it and it honestly makes sense. You know, it's like okay, if he's kind of the the guy that doesn't know anything about video games, kind of sucks at it. It's like you know, he's the perfect guy to go. Okay, listen, I'm with you. Here's what's going on. Here's how to do this. You know, and, and what a great opportunity to have it not just be some random like quip or whatever, you know, from some random character. You if know? he does not become Brian. the flaming sea by the end of this game, I'll be grossly Agreed. disappointed. That would, that that is would be awesome. a huge missed opportunity if they don't do that. I'm, and I'm sure it's coming. I'd put money it on it. It's happening. Yeah, It's got it. Confirmed. 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 You heard it here first. Heard it here first. <laughs> He's playing <laughs> Carrie Kelly. <laughs> there, there's also a there would be worse words. choices. <laughs> he has red hair. Yeah. There's also a ton of other characters that were announced uh, at New York Comic Con over the weekend, too. We got Man Bat, uh, going to the crazy ones here, Condiment King, Music Meister, uh, Jim Lee is going to be in the game as well. We've got Duck Dodgers as Green Loon Turn. Um, Arrow is going to be in it. We already, you guys mentioned that last week, Stephen Amell, but there's actually an entire uh, Arrow DLC pack part of the uh the season pass that they uh, all re-revealed and basically all the major characters that have appeared on Arrow are going to be part of the DLC pack as well, better be playable. Yeah, I think they realize that it is probably incredibly easy for them to make these characters. Like, yeah, you know, so you you model a, a cape or a, a new you know um, cowl or something like that, and then basically a, a new texture map on the front and the back, and yeah. call it a new character. You know, why not? So they're, they're, you got to love it. They are going for broke. Absolutely. I, I'm wondering when they're going to stop adding characters, but I mean, not, yeah, as, not. A, not as a complaint, but just In, it's until like, it comes out. It's shocking. Yeah. It's very shocking. They're not. So. But they're not. <laughs> so no merchandise news this week. Actually, uh, oh, speaking of merchandise news, uh, I know this is actually just a couple weeks old, but uh, back at the end of September, a lot of the new Lego sets were revealed for uh, Lego DC Super uh, DC Comic Superheroes, and uh, the ones that the sets that will be coming out in January, uh, Batman is. Is part of a, a part of a bunch of them, but the but the now they're all being branded uh, Justice League instead of Batman, which the majority of them were basically Batman sets, and Batman just had you know a Justice League member attached to him. But they've got uh, Green Lantern versus Sinestro with Space Jumper Batman. Uh, Gorilla Grodd goes bananas, uh, which has Gorilla Grodd, Captain Cold, Flash, Batman, Wonder Woman, and their Invisible Jet. Black Manta, Deep Sea Strike, which has a uh, which has Batman and a Bat Sub, Black Manta, Aquaman, Scuba Robin, uh, Dark Side Invasion, which has the Justice League Javelin, Dark Side's Hovercraft, many things of Superman, Hawkman, Green Arrow, Cyborg, and Dark Side. And then there's another set they haven't revealed pictures for, Brainiac Attack, uh, which has Superman, Supergirl, Martian Manhunter, and Brainiac. So basically, after January 2015, you will have basically the full lineup of the Justice League. Gotta love it. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. They, you know, it's it's kind of funny them relabeling it because, you know, it's sort of like Suicide, you know, Batman, uh, Suicide Squad movie, you know. It's yeah. just kind of like, it, it doesn't matter, really, guys. You know, it's fine. Just You can call it Batman and have these characters in there, too. But, you know, hey, if it helps the story arc, cool. But, um, you know, hey, whatever gets a Scuba Robin Lego into my house uh, is, I'm all for it. So, 
so moving on. That sounded really strange. <laughs> okay. I meant for it to be really strange. How about that? Mission accomplished. So we got a little listener feedback, which is great. Thank you. Uh, Ed on the BatmanUniverse.net commented, love the podcast, or love the episode as always. You guys considered Joseph Gordon-Levitt or JGL in The Dark Knight Rises to be a Robin. Can o worms? Oh, this is yeah. With, it is with, a, oh, with he's me, trying to get us to kill each yes. other on the show. Obviously, after with the, me and Brian, this is going to be a while. Yeah, he was like, "Oh, there's a Nolan fight." Let last me just show. make it. Let's, let me just make it really quick and let's simple. Yes. Hell to the no. That's it. He is not Robin. No way. No how. No Robin. I, I agree. I, I think that was just a, a cheap throwaway, you know, like... It, As a fan of Robin, I was insulted by that. It, it was kind of crappy. It's like, you know, it's like he was pressured to throw it in last minute. It's like, why even do that? And if you're going to do it as his name, you know, don't go by his middle name or... or No, his middle it's name his was, cr- It's his given name. No, it's his name. given name. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. It just... It just felt like kind of just nonsensical. Because that sounds like it sounds Robin. Like we all agree. Become, Ro- Robin agreed. Be- yeah, actually, we all agree. Motion carried. <laughs> Robin becomes Batman. You know? I'll say this right before he's about to become Batman. Yeah, they announced that. Oh, he's Robin. Right. What? That's dumb. Th- this is Come a on, giant Nolan. can of worms Come for on. sure because we could debate a lot of things in The Dark Knight Rises, but. You know, that's another podcast. That's what a lovely, lovely it's, it's idea. And, it's, <laughs> may, and we'll have to do that at some point. Yes. But as far as Joseph Gordon-Levitt, he is a man named Robin. That is his name. Yes. So to answer your question, he is a Robin, but he is not Robin. He is not the sidekick Robin. He, he would not have become Robin, and I don't even think he would become Nightwing. He yeah, inherited the mantle of the bat. Yes. Yeah, that's what yeah, he honestly, inherited. If anything, he's probably not nowhere near being an actual Robin. More put him in lines with like Terry McGinnis. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's, yeah, a, that's a great that's comparison. Absolutely. He he became Batman and is likely dead because he didn't have the training. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so. we're all there. We're all there. You know, it's it, it so was, Robin John Blake. Rest in peace. Is what yeah, we're saying. Yeah. Yes, you were cool as John Blake, but you know, it's you're as much I, as Robin ironically, as anybody. Ironically, I know Robin is. I did like the character. I liked him in the movie. But yeah, don't just, tell me it's Robin. But don't tell me it's Robin. Don't tell right, me it's exactly. Robin. Yeah, that's right. Stay, yeah. Don't pee on me and tell me it's Rain because I'm going to buy it. <laughs> I, I mean, I like. I did that to you once. John and you Blake. Did buy it. <laughs> okay. I was really drunk. <laughs> it got really. I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. Dustin, maybe you and I should talk for a while. <laughs> uh, John Blake as a character was entertaining to watch. I enjoyed watching him. He's a likable guy. He's a likable actor. Absolutely. It was an interesting new addition to the Batman mythos. He's got yes. dreamy um, eyes. That. Um, and he is really good at reading the looks on people's face to find out their secrets. Really good. He is awesome. That is that. awesome. Is. Even as a child orphan. I'll he's tell just you. like, I looked at, boom, you're That's Batman. Right. Done. I try that all the time. Yeah. I, I guess I, that... I go, look at that smile. I'm pretty sure you killed someone someday. <laughs> pretty sure. All Maybe right. Robin. <laughs> I am. Robin Andy DiGenova. That's me. <laughs> Our, our last little piece of news, and this is really not news, this is more just funny to me and to the guys here. Uh, this week at New York Comic Con, George Clooney made an appearance during the Tomorrowland panel, and he actually apologized publicly for Batman and Robin. He said, quote, I think since Batman that I've been disinvited from Comic Con for 20 years. I see the comment sections on all you guys. I just met Adam West there, uh, and I apologize to him. Sorry about the nipples in the suit. Freeze, freeze! I apologize for that. So, thank you, George. All is for George. Really feel that George, necessary. we never blamed you anyway. Yeah, we, it yeah. wasn't we your never fault. blamed you. Yeah, but I think you were pretty good, man. But uh, you've had a good sense of humor about it for twenty years. You've so. been, you've you're welcome to come back to Comic Con. Yeah, you, you, you're welcome back. You've been teased long enough. You know, he's worn that come one. Come into the loving while. arms of the nerds once more. Uh, so, uh, before we get going, uh, Dustin, you wanted to share one last thing. Yeah, just uh, everyone who's listening to the podcast, I know uh, it's been a while since I've been on this podcast, and if you're only listening to this one and not the comic cast, well, one, I suggest you listen to all the other TVU podcasts. But in addition to that, uh, we are always looking for new staff members, uh, news writers, uh, comic book reviewers, all kinds of editorial writers, things like that. 
be sure to head over to the website. If you scroll down on the sidebar, there's a big old banner that says we want you for TBU. Click on that. It'll give you an explanation of exactly what we're looking for. So if you're interested in writing articles or reporting news on the website, uh, just take, take a look at the link and email us and we will try to get you set up working on the sites because as we know, with everything we just covered now, there's, there's, there's no time between now and 2020 that stuff will not be happening with Batman. So if you are interested, just I implore you to take a look at the website and email us. Yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, take it from us, there's no better way to keep up with all your Batman news like uh, reviewing and, and, and working for uh, the Batman universe because, you know, it, it just keeps you on top of all of it. So if you're interested in Justice League, Batman, any of this stuff, I mean, you will be the, uh, the key speaker to all your friends and the news uh, info guy. Uh, so it's great. So, so yeah, definitely contact uh, Dustin at the Batman universe for any of those opportunities. Uh, we're cutting this short, guys, a little bit because I mean we could talk more and we will talk more. But I uh, want to thank all you guys. It's just beginning. It is just beginning uh, for checking in with us here at the Batman Universe. Uh, thank you for your comment, uh, Ed. Uh, just wanted to thank you for that. And any of you other guys want to give us some more feedback? Please do open those cans of worms. We love answering those questions and getting each other's throats. Preferably uh, on a week with not so much news. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, on, a, so on a slow week, ask us about Ra's al Ghul. Yeah, go ahead. Raish? No Ra's al Ghul. <laughs> we don't have time, guys. We don't have time. Uh, but yeah, definitely check out the other uh, podcasts on the Batman universe. And on behalf of Dustin, Andy, and Brian, I'm Jamie. And this has been the Batman universe. The Batman Universe is not affiliated with Warner Brothers or DC Entertainment. The thoughts and opinions expressed by the participants are theirs and theirs alone and do not represent the companies or organizations that they happen to work for. But thanks for joining us for this episode, and we will see you around Gotham.